Hey, you listening. Do you provide a service or happen to have a business or are you hosting your own event? Advertise it here on Let Me Find Out, a witty take on all things life, where the listeners can find out the 411 about your service, business, or event. Not only find out about today's lifestyle and culture in a witty way, but also let others find out about the service, business, or event you're promoting. It's definitely a win-win. Contact your girl, Nikki Washington, at lmfopodcast at gmail.com for details. You still listening? Let me find out. Hey everybody, it's your girl Nikki Washington. Welcome to Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. Thank you so much for joining us for part two of Shot Clock, Ladies Edition. If you are just tuning in, first of all, let me say welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming to join this family. Hey, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button so that I know that it's real. And also feel free to rate, comment, like. Now, what this does for us, every rating, every comment, every like, it allows us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So if you could do that for me, I greatly appreciate it. Feel free to also um, leave comments, like comments saying how you enjoyed the podcast and what you thought and all that good stuff. So thank you for coming if this is your first time. If you are a ride or die at day one, first of all, what's up? <laughs> As they say in uh, in Atlanta. So uh, what's up, y'all? So thank you so much for joining me. Um, thank you for just being a friend and thank you for being a faithful friend. You know, I love friends, but know what I love more? A faithful friend, huh? So thank you for being a faithful friend to the show. Um, this week, we're excited again. We're gonna be talking about part two of Shot Clock. So last week we talked to the um, men and we talked about the things that women have like their do's and don'ts when a man is trying to shoot his shot. This week, we're talking about the women. So I got with a lot of my brothers, uncles, uh, homies, and I was like, hey y'all, give me the real straight no chaser what do you think of dot 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 and ladies let me just say the brothers didn't pull no punches i'm just throwing it out there they really gave it to me raw and unfiltered so i'm grateful for that and there are is one question that i asked that unanimously i got the same answer and i think it's going to really shock a lot of ladies at least for me um, I kind of knew it, but there was a little bit of, oh yeah, it kind of just brought more light to the subject, but I know there are going to be some ladies listening to the answer to this question and are going to say, what? Like, what was it? <laughs> Somebody's going to be totally shocked. Um, so uh, that question is going to come up in the middle of the show. But again, I want y'all to call your girlfriends. Let them know that you listen to Let Me Find Out. Tell them to tune in because we got that, that good, good information for them on today. Not around today, not under today, but what? On today. <laughs> you know, I got to give y'all at least one church phrase in the podcast. Anyway, so without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, and now it's time for our What You Meme moment of the week. And I'm saying meme, M-E-M-E. For anyone new to the show, our What You Meme moment of the week is simply a moment where we look at a popular meme that usually does not have a cited source. And we say, is it fact or fiction or where do we fall on it? What do we think about it? That kind of jam. So this week is a very popular meme. It actually has been around, I want to say for a long time, but it's a picture of Kevin Hart with the microphone. I want to, I don't remember which stand up, uh, which stand-up show this is, but he has like the black leather jacket looking on his back in the day, like when he first started off. But the meme says, I don't have X's, I have Y's. Like, why did I date you? But I'm <laughs> funny, eh. Is it accurate? This is what we're asking of this meme today. So I think it's a funny little joke, haha, ha, kiki, right? But 
I don't know if I agree with this one this week, y'all. Only because I feel like everyone that you dated is a reflection of you. So when you kind of diss or disrespect or slight someone you dated, I feel like you're really um, sliding or dissing or disrespecting your ability to, to choose correctly or to see the lesson in what you did choose. So you might have chose someone that was less than great for your life, right? But um, if you have gotten a lesson and have really like gleaned that lesson, you should be able to speak about the people that you once talked to, dated, were interested in with some level of respect. I was telling somebody, uh, just kind of be off topic, but a little on topic still. Um, I was talking to somebody who was sharing about, um, I can't remember if it was their ex or if it was someone that they just talked to. I remember what the story was, but they generally were saying uh, all these negative things about him. And I said to them, I said, you know what? In my opinion, you should never have to villainize your past to justify your future. And so they were saying how when they're in front of their boyfriend, she was saying how she has to kind of like, she, she, I don't want to say, what's the right word? I don't think it was that she was being disingenuous, but I think she was just kind of inflating her, her dude's ego. And I was telling her, and, but she was doing it. Let me qualify the statement. She was doing it by dissing her ex. And I was telling her, in my humble opinion, I don't think that you have to disrespect your past in order to validate your future or your present. I feel like if you really like somebody and that's who you want to be with, that the fact that you chose them is enough. Um, and there doesn't have to be a, a, a disrespecting of someone you used to know. I think it's the flip side. I know guys who um, have talked to their present woman about their ex and gassed them up like she wasn't you and she wasn't this, she and that. And it's like, well, obviously you're with her. You don't have to disrespect the person you used to like in order to validate the person or to affirm the the security of the relationship uh the person i i personally would never feel made would never be how can i say it i'm trying to figure out how to word this y'all i would never be made to feel more secure by a man disrespecting a woman he knew before me in my presence because the thing is even if people were just janky to us right they just didn't do us right at all i still don't believe it gives us the right to disregard that they're human and god loves them all the same I know that sounds like extra Pollyannaist, but it's sincerely how I, how I think. So in the case of this meme, I would say I don't agree with it. Although I do understand the sentiment. It's lighthearted. It's funny. Ha ha he he. Right. They're basically like, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking dating you. And we all have been there where we liked somebody and was like, man, later on, what was I thinking? However, comma, I don't know if I feel this way in totality. So I'm going to have to kind of have a split decision on this one. So in the case of this meme, I would say it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies, we are getting into the thick of the show. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are talking about shooting your shot, but we're flipping the conversation and we're giving answers to the ladies. Last week, we talked to the fellas about how women wanted to be approached, how they wanted to um, be courted, what they liked, what they didn't like, what they thought was, um, you know, just overall great uh, initial contact behavior. So I went and talked to some of my uncles, my brothers, cousins, um, homeboys, uh, Pookie and them, like everybody, just to kind of get a well-rounded opinion of um, what they thought uh, when it came to being on the opposite side. So how they wanted the shot whole process to work when it came to approaching women. So I got some good information for y'all ladies. I think you're gonna wanna stick around for what we're about to share. Again, just like we did with the ladies, we're talking about the top four things that women can do in response to having a shot um, shot your way. 
I hope that's proper English. If not, uh, charge it to my head and not my heart. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. So in no particular order, again, we're talking about the top things that women can either do or not do when it comes to having a shot shot at them or you know the whole shoot, uh, shooting process if you will the whole initial courtship dating talk get to know you whatever you want to call it whatever your bag is so anyway in no particular order the first thing that most men said is they do not like a woman who is too forward wow isn't that interesting might not be a shocker but it might be a shocker to some of you um yeah so a woman who is too forward it's like no haps i don't need you to do my job that's this is the consensus again of what the guys were telling me uh, ladies so i don't want a woman to do my job give me something to work for blah 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 this is the overall gist so i tend to agree with that for me personally i'm real old school in that i have never in the history of my life initiated a date i have never in the history of my life asked a guy out um, initiated the whole uh, um, contact of any sort um, business relationships is something different or ministry is something different you know we connect with ministry but when it comes to personal relationships I've never uh, made the first move so I tend to agree with that statement and thank you fellas for validating that statement we appreciate you <laughs> okay next um, let's see being too forward um, don't try to make him jealous. So I asked one of my brothers to give me a qualifier for what he meant by this. And he was saying that he has uh, been interested in a girl and as a result of her realizing that he was interested, she tried to bait him into pr pursuing her, I guess, sooner is what he was trying to say. And as a result of that, she started talking to other guys in front of him and being really flirted with other guys in an attempt to get him to rise to the occasion by virtue of seeing competition in the air. And he said all that made him do is not want to holler at her at all. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently that's a thing. So ladies, they're saying um, if a guy is, and I, my, my brother who I was talking to, this is actually my, uh, one of my younger brothers who I was speaking to, if a guy is really sensory, um, he's gonna know when you're trying to you know play play games so um in other words just kind of leave it to being straight what it is if he's interested you know it'll happen if not don't try to foster a false situation in order to get someone to do something so i think that's the gist of what he was trying to say good stuff so the number three i thought this was interesting and if i'm honest with y'all I am kind of guilty of not doing this <laughs> consistently. Um, they said subtle eye contact to let someone know that you are approachable. Be friendly and approachable. I, I'm, I'm just confessing my faults. We family, right? So I am really bad at this in that usually when I'm in, in public spaces, I'm friendly, I'm pleasant. I'll say hello. But for the most part, I can feel somebody staring at me. Case in point, this happened to me last week. <laughs> I was in a restaurant and I went to a restaurant by myself, which I do sometimes when I'm in a hurry or um, just kind of want to decompress and think and stuff like that. So I went to this restaurant by myself and set myself in the middle of the restaurant, or rather the hostess set me in the middle of the restaurant and I sat there and ate my food and made some phone calls and da da da. And as I was sitting there, I saw a few gentlemen sitting at a table um, down the way and I saw them notice me when I came in and I, and I you know, acknowledged with like a hand wave and kept it pushing. That's just what I do. So I finished my meal and I let, and as I get up to like put my purse together and pay the check and all that stuff, I can still feel this group staring a hole on the side of my cheek. Now, most ladies would have turned and if you were interested, you would have smiled and said hello. And, and that's all well and good. But what does Nikki do? I got somewhere I got to be. We're going to push on. I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> so I um, head toward the door and I can see out the corner of my eye that this dude is trying to get my attention. But I, for whatever reason, was just like, I don't, I just, 
I can't do this today. I'm just not here for it. I just really had a whole different mindset. So I didn't make eye contact. It, didn't, it wasn't that I didn't think they could potentially be nice guys. Um, but my mindset just really wasn't in the space. And it's like that sometimes when you have uh, stuff going on, you just really are not aware that way. So I'm going to work on my awareness in 2019. But uh, I'm glad that my brother gave that point because he was like, you know, we need encouragement, Nikki. So subtle eye contact, a smile, being approachable, something that lets him know that you are um, approachable and you are mutually interested. So I thought that was good. So let's just recap real quick. Again, we're talking about being too forward. He's like, sis, I don't need you to do my job for me. You know, just let me know you're interested. And I got this. Um, don't try to provoke him into jealousy. That sounds really, in a nutshell, don't play games. Just be straight up. Um, don't try to make him jealous by, you know, flirting with other dudes in front of him because it's just going to make you look a certain kind of way. And then subtle eye contact, which we're all going to work on. Actually, I'll, I'm, wait, I'm going to back up. Actually, I've gotten better. So when I am in that mindset, I'm better. But when I'm not, it's a wrap. So anyway, I'm going to try to get better when I'm not in that mindset. Subtle eye contact to be friendly and approachable. And then last, and this was a big one. I have to say, I kind of already knew this, but I did not know that there was scientific data to back this up. And then when I talked to my brothers, again, this is that question I told y'all at the top of the show that every guy I asked said the exact same thing. Now, let me give a disclaimer, ladies. I'm not saying this is a absolute, because you know how I feel about absolutes. I feel like there's always an exception to the rule. I'm not saying this is an absolute, but I am saying that I knew that this was a thing from the jump. So they basically said, you, I, we as women, do not have the ability to convert a man into being a man ready for marriage if he is not in that space emotionally and mentally and spiritually. Just let that breathe right there for a second because I know some somebody just yelled at the, the uh, phone. Somebody just hollered at their iPhone and was like, uh-uh, Nikki, my boo, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, sis, this is what the gentlemen are telling me. They were saying that this is what it is. And you know what? I believe, one, because I've done some case studies, and two, I've looked at the data, and three, they have all confirmed it. And what I have discovered is you can be a good woman and meet somebody at the wrong time and it's still not the right thing. But a lot of people, and then society kind of gives us this whole aloof thing that, oh, you were just such an amazing woman that he dropped everything he was doing and he just pursued you. And the reality of it is, data has proven that it is more about where a man is in life and not as much about who you are in that moment. Now I know, I know already, somebody's gonna DM me and and the, the fingers gonna be going and and another thing <laughs> and I feel you sis I promise you I do I'm just I'm just the deliverer of the mail I didn't write the letter I'm just saying I'm just delivering the message I didn't write the letter but I do believe it because again just in my my studies psychology studies and then the data that I've, I've uh, researched for myself and again talking to these fellas they were also saying that you know in, if you are in a space as a man where you are about your career, are you really focused on ministry, are you really focused on self-improvement, and that's something that's really weighing on you, it doesn't matter 
what kind of woman you meet. You're still not going to be the man that says, I'm going to just lock this down right now. It's about space and time for men. Um, and so for women, I think a lot of times we're not as much about space and time. We're about how much we're feeling the man like, oh my goodness, he's so awesome. He's so wonderful. I think he's just the greatest thanks in sliced bread. Right. And for men, it's about, okay, I'm in a place where I'm, you know, financially secure or I physically like how I look or I ministry wise, I feel like I'm in a settled place and I need an accompaniment. Now I'm ready to do X, Y, and Z as to where women is. Oh, I've met someone who's so wonderful. He just makes my heart swoon and blah, 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 blah. And he's just, oh my goodness, I want to buy him a short set. <laughs> and if you don't know where that reference is from, I'm going to need you to get up on your uh, Beyonce 101. But anyway, so yeah, no, um, I, again, a lot of the guys were saying it's really a lot about where they are in life. I even had one gentleman say to me, Nikki, I meet women all the time and I can differentiate between, okay, that's a woman who is a wife. Okay, that's a woman that you just kind of want to fool around with. He was like, but I'm not ready for either of them because my focus is over here on this music thing. I have heard it over and over and over again. So I'm not saying that there are not exceptions to the rule. We all know there are exceptions. But for the most part, I'm sharing this. And I thought that was such a great point, even though it might gut punch some ladies in the, in the uh, chest or in the throat, whatever. I think it's a good point because here's the thing. A lot of times women take a lot of ownership um, for why things don't happen externally. And because we're absorbent, we tend to say, oh, it must be something this and that and this. And a lot of times it has very little to do with who you are and more to do with where he is. And it might even have to do with, dare I say, you're just not meant for each other. And guess what? That's okay. Um, space and time are a very tricky thing. So I think it's about meeting the right person in the right space and time. And when that collides and comes together, then you have a recipe potentially for something really great. But um, I hope the ladies are encouraged in these answers that you are not um, allowing yourself to take ownership of where someone is or isn't. And that you are not making yourself the super um, woman in someone's life so much so to where you are, how do I say it? So much so to where you are thinking that everything you bring is enough to cure every single insecurity, ailment, um, deficiency, or whatever else that he may or may not be dealing with. Um, I feel like this, and I say it over and over and over again. If we had the ability to um, save people, then Jesus would not have needed to come down and be a savior for us. Christ died on the cross so that we would not have to. So if he died on the cross so that we would not have to, why are we killing ourselves for people that are really not changed by our power? Now we can be a conduit. We can be a, a vessel. We can be a catalyst to someone's growth. We can be an inspiration, but we literally cannot be a self-contained power source to help literally change someone that is transfiguration power that we don't have in and of ourselves um, only but by the grace of God only by the power of the Holy Spirit only by the enabling of the Lord is anyone able to change um, you don't believe me think about something as, as um, basic as diet and exercise as many uh, it's a billion dollar industry right as many different types of diets and exercise machines and all this that and third if all those external things at the core really had the ability to change us as people, then it wouldn't be a billion dollar industry. We would just buy one exercise machine and we would be on it and we would always be changed. But there has to be an internal 
a shifting of one's will and a submission to one's or submitting to one's of one's will to the Lord so that he can do the internal work and revive us and change us and help us to grow and have sustainable, long lasting lifetime change. So I hope someone's encouraging. I know I kind of went left with that, but I really, um, even though these answers can kind of be what you expect, maybe they're not what you expect. I want us to be helped by it because I believe just like the ladies last week, their intent was to give you quality information. I believe the brothers that I surveyed who are all sound men of God, um, I believe their intention was to give quality information. So there you have it, ladies. So let's just recap real quick, right? Okay, the first one we talked about was um, being, was it being too forward? I believe it was being too forward. So yeah, that would be too forward. Oh, and let me give this caveat I forgot to mention. When I talked about being too forward, because I wanted to know what that looked like, a lot of the guys were saying, it's not that you can't speak first. Because some women are real, real, real old school, and they think, I'm not even speaking to a man first. I don't believe that. So, uh, But they were saying, you know, speak, say hello. We want to know that you're interested, but let us take it from there. They were saying, speak, basically, but just don't pursue. Let me do the pursuing. Let me do the, you know, asking you out, that type of deal. But we also want to know you're interested is what they were saying. So they were saying in the right context, uh, uh, you can approach and say hello, but let him lead uh, the, the pursuit and the interest. Because if you start out leading, then you're going to always have to be that person to him. Does that make sense? So in other words, if you're always the aggressor, you're always going to play that role in the whole duration of your relationship. And you don't want to have to be the one that's always initiating everything, especially if you want a man to actually lead you. And most of us want men who are leading us uh, in some regard. So again, don't be too forward. Um, you can speak first and, and be friendly, but don't be the aggressor or the pursuer in the um, shooting of the shot, if you will. <laughs> so um, the next one was don't try to make him jealous. And what I equated it to is don't play games. Um, you don't have to try to make him jealous by acting like you're talking to all these other guys or um, make him jealous by acting like um, you're unavailable. And that whole um, I remember back in the day they had a book called The Rules. I never read it, but I remember it was on every talk show like it was on like Ricky Lake and Oprah and just all these old school talk shows and they were all talking about I think it was on Oprah I'm not sure anyway they were all talking about um all these things that you do to try to bait somebody and I just thought I remember being a kid thinking now as a child y'all I remember think, thinking to myself that just sounds so silly like that whole I don't answer the phone now but I answer it later that whole I don't reply to your text right away like I feel like if a okay so let me say this I feel like if a man is really interested in you he's serious about connecting with you that would be a turnoff because for me if I'm a woman I'm interested in you it's a turnoff that whole gamey uh, elusive aloof thing I just think that's kind of goofy so that's what he's saying basically like don't try to make him jealous don't try to play the whole catch me uh kiss me games if you're busy be genuinely busy if you're not be genuinely not but be you know all cards on the table face up that's all I'm saying so anyway so I thought that was good thank you brothers for confirming what I believe <laughs> next um, make subtle eye contact, be friendly, be approachable. Again, I think all of these are kind of echoing the same theme, right? Make sure that you're approachable because a lot of times, and I do understand this guys, that it can be hard for y'all to really approach. If you feel like, man, she might be out of my league or, oh, she, she seems like she's intimidating or, you know, I want to talk to her, but how do I know I'm not going to be humiliated? So we are going to do better as a unit fellas in making sure that we, um, give you uh, nonverbal cues so that you can successfully feel like we're approachable. I hope that made sense. If not, just rewind and play it again. 
Okay, and the last one, and the biggest one for me, I thought was so amazing, and I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk about it, was again, um, having someone uh, decide, let's say, you know, you talk, you like each other, you start dating, um, you're really feeling each other, but you want it to go to the next level, and you wonder why he is not ready to commit, Please understand, this is the fellas again talking, not Mises. Please understand that it is not as much about um, where or who you are as it is about where he is. Now, I know I can hear some of y'all already ladies saying, well, if he's not ready, we sh he shouldn't even pursue. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing, though. There are some men that don't know they're not ready until after they start pursuing and they realize, oh, wait, no, I still got some work to do on me. So give a little, you know, grace for that. I'm not saying that's always the case. Please understand. I know there are a lot of dudes who know they're not ready, but just want somebody to be wanting somebody because they don't want to be alone or want somebody to just kind of hold them high until they feel like they're ready like we know how all the games work right but there are some men who genuinely feel like they're ready for something and then when they pursue it they realize oh I don't I'm not ready for what I said I want and so I think we have to be able to discern the difference and give grace for the latter um, so again um, knowing that uh, that is the case and then also knowing um, that it's not about us really. I mean, I think a lot of times we tend to make it about us. I'm going to be, you know, a great woman and he's going to want to pump the brakes and change the route because I'm a great woman. And if you are meeting someone who is not in that, that right space in their life, it doesn't matter how great you are, but at best you're going to be, be, uh, dangled on. So, I mean, just for what it is, I know I'm going to get some DMs. I know. I know somebody's going to say, girl, me and my husband, blah, 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 blah. And again, I know, sis, there are exceptions to every rule. And I agree with you. There are exceptions to every rule. However, comma, I think the fellas are giving us a gift here because it lets us, um, find relief in the knowledge that it really is not about being this perfect creature that comes and just is the savior of the free world. You know what I mean? Like Jesus died again so that we don't have to. So, um, because he is this perfect faultless God, we don't have to be faultless. And not only that, we don't have to be, um, someone who is a, a nursemaid, a mother, a savior, a cure-all for a man, because the reality of it is, uh, you'll never be great enough to be everything to a man at all times ever. So I think if we take, um, take, um, heart in that and really understand that it'll help us to, um, kind of navigate those spaces with a little more ease. And when you see someone who is a great man, but not in the right time, and you can kindly just let him go his way so that he can figure all his stuff out. And then you go on to someone that is ready and in that space. You know what I mean? So I hope this helps. Um, I hope those four gave you some, um, some ease you know we're gonna take the guesswork out of for the fellas so that they know exactly what's on our mind we're gonna be direct we're going to smile in public <laughs> and be approachable we are going to um uh, show interest but not pursue now i know some women don't like that either because there's some women is like nikki that's antiquated i believe you can pursue well you can pursue y'all are more than welcome to but this one over here <laughs> never will i ever and <laughs> that's my inglewood coming out never will i ever but if you want to that's your thing i just i'm a firm believer in you know showing interest but i'm not going to be the aggressor in the relationship so i think that's uh 
don't know, good to note. So yeah, hope this information helped. I hope you were blessed by something shared here. I hope you got some interesting dialogue going with you and your girlfriends as y'all listen to the podcast. Um, if you have, and if you got some feedback for me, you know I am a lover of feedback. I feel like, I feel like feedback is a gift that keeps giving. If you have said feedback, you know what you can do? You can hit me up. How, you may ask? I'm glad you did. You can go to any social media. That's Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington, at wherever you're logged on. Uh, my primary social media um, outlet, is, I would say, is Instagram. I honestly only use fa- Facebook like just to kind of like answer inboxes and um, just kind of keep it updated but I really don't do a whole lot of Facebook and in fact I've noticed because I don't use Facebook that often my numbers usually are just kind of real on that on that platform because I don't use it and Facebook is really based on algorithm and your ability to constantly be interacting and because I don't it's kind of like a dormant page both of my pages so I really don't use it that much I use Instagram as my primary and then occasionally I use snapchat but honestly I just use snapchat because I like the way their videos record so <laughs> Instagram mostly is where you'll find me occasionally Twitter too but mostly Instagram so yeah hit me up n-i-k-k last name Washington be sure to hit that follow button and let me know what you think and yeah i think that's it so as always you're listening to let me find out this week's scripture comes from proverbs 4 and 23 and it simply reads watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flow the springs of life i just want to encourage anyone listening um, you know the bible is very clear about guarding our hearts but i want to encourage you as you guard your heart not to hold your heart hostage i think there's nothing wrong with guarding with um, operating in discretion with um, using discernment and really uh, making sure we monitor who and what we allow into our lives but in all of our monitoring and all of our doing don't forget to let love in love in the form of friendships love in the form of relationships love in the form of godly love knowing that it is god and god alone that sends true and authentic love and it's healthy it's expressive it's the way we relate to each other so while we're here make sure that you love freely love often and love with reckless abandon let me find out out. a witty take on life and culture with nikki washington